Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love to have you on Facebook Live and YouTube. We've hit the 3,000 subscriber uh, mark on Pirate Radio TV. That's good. We want to keep on growing. So if you could, give us a subscribe, hit the like, and uh, give us your questions and comments because we are guest-free in hour number one today. We've got three guests on the show all coming up in hours two and three. So uh, hour one, we will uh, check in with the chat gang, get your thoughts on what's going on with ECU Athletics and beyond. And uh, we'll always take a phone call if you want to call in and talk to us 317-1250 coming up hour two on today's show today's kind of a catch-up day uh we missed uh mully on tuesday uh missed him yesterday so we are going to talk to mike mullis today at four o'clock as he will join us on the pirate radio live line uh and talk uh baseball football everything in between his packers when and they're in in the nfl playoffs ecu baseball right around the corner so we'll hit some of those topics with mike mullis at four o'clock we'll talk some pirate baseball coming up at 4 30 on today's show with jacob jenkins coward we'll uh see how his holidays went and uh if he's primed and ready to go for another pirate baseball season and bb brian bailey will join us i actually talked to him just a few minutes ago we'll uh, air that conversation coming up in hour number three of today's show we got shirley rhodes here we got sean here uh shirley and i twinning here on a thursday looking good and i always think about this when i put this hoodie on what color is this grape i want to say grape yeah i would say grape would probably be a an appropriate um description of this sweatshirt we're going grape pirate radio hoodies on this thursday yeah every once in a while it's like maybe once a month i wouldn't say more than twice a month we wind up wearing the same thing into the office so i guess today is the uh the first time we've done it in 2024 but hey it's uh the grape show apparently and chandler has been give me a good magazine surely like lands end is that a thing 
L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean's the one. He has yeah. been beaning it up all yeah, week. Man. The fall winter collection. Have you, ha, is it, Are these like Christmas presents that you're sporting now? Or, or is no. this just stuff that was in your wardrobe and it's just appropriate for the weather? What I wore, uh, let's see, yesterday I got for Christmas the shoes. I want to say the shirt. Uh, but this is just stuff that I've had before. The but shoes. Oh, I'm, was that the Ari, Ariat? Ariat, Ariat or boots. whatever? Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, you should have seen me uh, New Year's Eve night. Uh, I sported a, uh, a nice button-up shirt with a vest. I usually don't go vest, but I went with a vest. And it's I think it's a Redhead brand, which I like Redhead. In fact, I'm wearing their pants right now. You like Redheads? They're feisty. They are. The brand. Oh, Okay. You are uh, you're very hip, Chandler. I don't know any of the brands you wear. Again, I usually I'm wearing a hoodie and sweatpants, so I, that's my style. I am not in on the uh, the trends. You even and, went uh, sweatpants courtside the other day. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw you courtside. I was like. I remember, I, I want to say it was, I was like, like in the second quarter or something. I looked and I was like, man, this guy's got well, sweatpants kn- on courtside. I knew that you guys were going to be courtside, so I was Whoa. looking for you. Wait. Are, what? You judge me? I just thought maybe we're, I mean, sweatpants on. Oh, oh. you thought I should class oh. it up a little bit? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm all about comfort. I, yeah. If I'm going to sit somewhere for two hours, you know what? I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah, I, I respect at, that. I'm at the age now where it is definitely comfort over quality. Who am I trying to impress? But I did. One I of the did girls notice, on the court? I did Maybe. when I when I found you on the uh, the court because I knew you guys were going to be at the game. I'm like, where Cliff and Chandler? And I'm just looking, looking, looking. And I finally see. You. I was like, he could probably fall asleep in that chair as comfortable oh, as you it looked. Was, it was great. I mean, you were just chilling. He he wasn't going to fall asleep with all the uh, the people around us yelling at the ref. Yeah. The whole oh, time. I'm sure. Had well, I yelled the at the ref too. Comments. Um, yeah, you know, if 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 Micah Dennis or Chloe Kitts didn't like what I was wearing, then maybe I'll take that into consideration. But yeah, I mean, if I a player okay. if a player stops from running up the court yeah. and walks over to Clip and says, "Dude, class it up a little. Put on a pair of pants. You know? yeah, they tee you up. Like, <laughs> can you wear? Can you wear at least a pair of khakis? I mean, come on. No, I mean, unless that happens, yeah. But unless that happens, I mean. We're all about comfort here. If the like three or four people to the left of you were not there, you could have like maybe. Oh, he would have stretched out. He'd been stretched asleep. out on your side or something. Thirty years ago, uh, George Costanza became my hero, and I'm just trying <laughs> to be like him every day. You know, I, I tell people all the time that my idea of dressed up is a nice pair of jeans and a maybe a polo shirt or a button up shirt. I mean, that's kind of my idea of dressing up because I don't really dress up for anything. I don't like to, and I don't like to go to things where I have to dress up. Um, but I bought a pair of what I thought were very stylish jeans, and I wore them, and apparently I offended every single one of my nieces and nephews by wearing said jeans, and I was literally told that I could never wear them again because apparently I am too old to wear said stylish jeans don't let people tell you what you should oh, and should not have wear. you worn those uh, in here yes 
Oh, the okay. ones that look like they have bleach stains on them, but they're strategically placed. Oh, midlife okay. crisis Shirley jeans. Yeah, I know. Oh, those. okay, okay, midlife crisis. Okay, thanks, thanks for throwing me under the bus. On Please that one. wear them again so we can put them on camera and get the audience's uh, take on them. Okay, all right. I mean, Shirley, you are. I don't have to tell you this. You're grown and can wear oh, whatever yeah. the hell the, you want. The kids, the kids tell me these things because they know it's not going to change my mind yeah but they do like to poke fun at me about various things and those that was uh i i got quite a few comments about my new car i was i as a matter of fact a niece one of my nieces called me and told me i was never allowed to buy another car again without her permission because apparently i can't pick a color they run your life and, uh, yeah they're, they're vicious they're Gross. vicious yeah, oh they roast me pretty hard but i like the yellow uh, fella yeah well big bird. Here, <laughs> it is big bird yellow um banana split but uh no i mean they know they're not gonna make me you know they know i'm just as hard-headed as they are they just like to roast me about several things uh, let's say what's up to the chat gang here on a Thursday. What's Steve, up? Steve Hill says HTMFs. HT to you, sir. Uh, Pirate GT says, okay, so Cole Hodge, how did this happen? Well, you're gonna how have did to, what happen? You're going to have to be more specific. I, I guess he's impressed that he's the Gatorade Player of the Year. Yeah, Gatorade Kentucky Football Player of the Year, um, which uh, Chandler, last night at Sports Trivia, I did. What are you doing? He's recording Nothing. something. I'm listening. Go ahead. Are you recording me? Yes. Oh, no. He's taking a picture of you. That's what he's doing. What are you doing? Nothing. Don't I worry get, about it. I am worried about it. I didn't give you consent to do that. Wow. Well, I mean, we do film during the show to put out on our I'm social media. I'm giving consent for that. Right. I, not on his personal phone. I don't know what he's doing with that oh, phone. Oh, you're not. You, I've, oh. I've, got, I've got the accounts on my phone. Well, too. I mean, there's like seven phones over here, so I don't know whose phone is what. Over I don't here. know what he's going to do with that picture later. Oh, no. That's never good. Let's continue the conversation now. Now, getting back to Cole Hodge, I did not realize this because I, I never took a look at his stats. I knew he was a good player. I just never took a Threw for over 4,100 yards, had 57 passing touchdowns. 10 rushing touchdowns and he rushed for over 600 yards i mean that's some pretty staggering numbers good numbers um chandler last night of sports trivia i saw an article earlier this week of the best and this is very you know subjective but best high school players from each state all time mm -hmm. and i made that into a trivia round i was so proud of myself for one of them which one well maybe this was a, but the answer was miko Harmon. Oh, uh, that was a different. Okay, never mind. That was uh, Georgia receiver no, catching it was, an eighty-yard touchdown. It was fun trying to figure out the players and. But I mentioned Gatorade Player of the Year a lot yeah. in those questions, and uh, Cole Hodge this year is Gatorade Player of the Year in Kentucky. So I guess Pirate GT, you're asking, how did we get a quarterback of this talented uh, caliber? great question uh tyler is answering your question with a question and said how did mason garcia happen very good point highly very highly touted quarterback so you never know how these things are going to work out a lot of devil's advocate going on this week on the show which i like i i, I like discussion i like uh looking at both sides talking it out <coughs> um he's not our you know first uh highly touted quarterback to come here now, I remember asking the same question with Mason Garcia and, and looking up his highlights and 
seeing you know how good he was on the field, especially in high school at Carolina Forest down in Myrtle Beach. And I was like, how do we end up getting this guy? And obviously things did not work out as he's on the way to Austin P. Yeah, who else was uh, looking at Cole Hodge or offered Cole Hodge? Again, I am not uh, a recruiting guru by any means, so uh, I will look that up. But, hey, um, recruited by Houston, uh, Donnie Kay, quickly John David Baker uh, gets on him and makes sure uh, that he will indeed commit here to East Carolina. Cole Hodge is a, let's see, 2020. I'm trying to look up his numbers. I will have that for you uh, at some point. Who looked him up, how many stars he is, and uh, and all that. All right. Also in the chat gang, we've got, I really want to talk about that in a moment. Chad says hello. Kaz said Ariot is nice. Ariot. How you say it? Ariot. Jamie says, love sweatpants. Once you're married, you're not trying to impress anyone. Exactly. Chad says, what is this rumor, this rumored pirate radio shop I've been hearing about? Where you been hearing about that? Tell us, Chad. Yeah, tell me more. Mm-hmm. We'd like to know. Chad said, Clip, you look kind of evil in the picture from courtside. My wife said I look like a serial killer in one of those pictures. Yep. Steve said, Chon didn't get the office attire memo. Jamie says, notice Chon. Now, this is, a, this is kind of a Brian Windhorse. What? Now, why would he do that? Now, why would he do that? Notice Chon doesn't wear ECU gear anymore or Pyro Radio gear. Hmm. Why is that? <laughs> things that make you go, hmm. See, this is how things get started in actually the real world of sports. Like people like speculating. He makes a good point. He like, does. I haven't wore ECU stuff, I don't think, all week. Pirate Radio stuff, neither. But it's been three days back yeah. in the office. It's been three days back in the office. Well, Steve has a good question, and to too. Ma- tomorrow's Painted Purple Friday, which I love to partake in because I am a pirate. And I am a pirate radio. Imp- I'm a pirate! Chandler's wearing that nice dark green, that a quarter zip? Yeah. Uh, has a red shirt under it. Steve wondering, uh, is that an NC State shirt? Red shirt under that? What did you zip it up so quick? Oh, man. Very keen eye there, Steve. (laughs) I have similar questions as uh, to what that red shirt is underneath his pullover. Chandler's inspecting it right now. Old South. Uh Uh-huh. Is that the one that your cat urined on? No, the cat did not urine on this one. Oh, (laughs) He urined. Eric, what's up, Eric? Said glad to be back in the country and listening to Pirate Radio. Eric M. We are uh, available worldwide. <coughs> I guess. What are the uh, YouTube rules overseas? Can they get us? I think it's possible. Yeah, I, I know that there are certain television shows um, and certain late night shows that can't be so, uh, shown in certain countries because of some weird copyright thing. Because uh, and the only reason I knew that is because I'm a, a big fan of uh, Seth Meyers, and Canada had actually prohibited his show. He he posts his monologue, uh, every night um, on YouTube, and I listen to it in the ne- the next morning. And uh, Canada apparently had prohibited his show for uh, like six months, and they just recently kind of loosened the reins on that. I wonder so. what country we're banned in. 
Uh, Eric has not said Happy New Year yet. Happy New Year, Eric. Happy New Year. Merry New Year. But Adam Schefter tweeted this out yesterday, and it was the actual Adam Schefter. Oh, boy. Per Larry David, yesterday was the last day you could say Happy New Year. I got on curb your enthusiasm really late, like a few years ago. Watched have, it for the first I time. I got to be honest with you, never saw it. Very good. Very funny. Pretty. I like. Pretty, I like. I like Larry David. I just. Good. Are you still watching that? Uh, the show. You know that show. Uh, the one. You know the, the the one that lasts sure about, about forty that? minutes. Are you sure about that? Uh, I think you should leave. Yeah. Well, there's only two seasons. I've seen every episode oh, really? several times. So yeah. Now uh, I did watch a couple of episodes of this show called Shameless. Yeah, I've never seen that. I heard. Oh it's good. boy. Yeah, but it it has some some eye opening scenes. I can That's tell you that raunchy, much. Pretty raunchy, right? Yeah, it's pretty raunchy. I was not prepared for that. My nephew was like, "Hey, you should watch this show," and he turned it on. And I'm like, "Whoa!" Was not expecting that. Yeah, I will probably watch. That but it one is day. kind of it, it is funny. I mean, the humor is kind of dark, but uh, you know, I like dark humor. So Tyler was asking, uh, did Chandler wear NC State attire for sports trivia last night? No, I can answer that. He did not. No, you wore what you wore to work yesterday, right? To I did. Okay, so it was like that fancy schmancy shirt that you were in. It was okay. the Crown and Ivy. Yeah, that thing. Um. Chad said, you know, Pirate GT asked, how did we get Cole Hodge? Chad said, I asked that same question when Sean came to Pirate Radio. How did we get this guy? <laughs> he never left. Yeah. And I'm not leaving. I know. You started out here as an intern. I just came And then back. you just kind of kept coming back. And we were like, well, I guess we'd better put him on the payroll then. It's like a, a fungus or a... <laughs> it's a fungus that you don't... Like. He's like one of those trick birthday candles you think you've blown out the candle but it pops right back up uh-huh. that's him that's me you just can't get rid of the guy can't get rid of him and you know what we don't want to get rid of him we want him here and mm-hmm. i want to be here mm-hmm. and i'm committed here oh boy as long as he stays out of my chair um pirate gt says garcia was not the player of the year in south carolina we've never gotten a player of the year in any state pirate right. gt is fired up he for Cole Hodge. fired up baby hey man and i like it get fired up be excited i will not i will not be excited about any recruit ever but i want you to be excited because it's good to be excited about something i on the other hand will not what are you laughing at shirley uh somebody messaged me a funny meme oh um, okay and i just was laughing at it share I, with the I, class I, during the break it's not appropriate for air. fair enough chandler are you excited about cole hodge uh no okay i'm excited about his attitude towards coming here like his attitude like we we had a chance to talk to him we also had a uh, chance to talk to um Kaden Hauser. Yeah. They both are just super excited about coming out here. They're excited about getting started. They're excited about, you know, all this stuff. That kind of gets you in it's, it's infectious. You're you can't exci- help you're, but you're be- excited about their excitement. That's yes, great. That's, that's exactly fine. right. I mean, every commit has been excited about coming here. Yeah, which but is you why I Yeah, but you don't want somebody that's slightly hesitant or maybe but and they're you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just I Were just, you about to say they're good kids? No. Were you about to say Seymour? Uh, me. 
No, sure he might have, but no. I wasn't uh, thinking that night. Okay, all right. I mean, they're good. They are good kids. They're good they're kids. kids. They're good kids. kids. Yeah. They work hard. Uh, I mean, but look, I have you have rubbed off on me a lot because about two years ago, pause. Paul, hey yo, two years ago I probably would have maybe even a year ago I probably would have been yes, absolutely. Well, I don't yes. want to be that way. I, if you want to get excited, I want you to get excited. But I have learned to be patient. Don't jump the gun. Wait till they get here. Then get excited about maybe the production they could put on the field. Were you excited about Kingsley Effetti? Were you excited about Raheem Jeter? Were you excited about, you know, all the quarterback commits of the past? Mm. Walter Simmons? No. Um, I th- Reed I think- Herring. I think, Reed Herring. Um, do you remember? Holton Hours. I, I was excited about Holton. Um, I can't remember what his name was because I don't think he ever played because he was hampered by injuries. But he was a, I want to say he was a running back transfer from Georgia. It was when Scotty Moe was here. Are you, are, uh, was it from Clemson? Tyshawn yes. Dye? Yeah. Yes. He, he came from Clemson. God rest oh, his Clemson, soul, Oh, Clemson, I'm way. sorry. Um, but, um, yeah, when he... Somebody here at Pirate Radio was very excited about him. I, I was. I was pretty excited because I was like, how, you know, because we didn't at that time i didn't think we would get a, a transfers from like clemson well today we got a lineman from florida state yeah not excited about him and apparently <laughs> there's another one from west virginia I believe. happy to have him not excited about him. west by god virginia <laughs> yep a cornerback cornerback it yep. looks like he's in a game so he might have some experience and not got, excited about him hey look two I, years of eligibility remaining. i don't i don't care not excited about chandler him. i don't like your tone right now You're, it, people are going to take what i'm feeling the wrong way happy to have him excited about him no i'm just glad that we're getting people from you know <laughs> other you. schools I, coming I, here i know you know what i'm saying because we could huh? easily be like pulling people from fcs schools F- but, FCS and they could be great i'm not saying and they I, wouldn't be great i, I just and i would be excited about that and then that's when i would get excited <laughs> I, I hope they are great. all i'm See, saying it's like is two on one right now all i'm saying is i've never seen these guys play i don't know who they are i correct so i i don't have a but reason now, to get would excited. this change your uh like if an offensive lineman coach if an offensive line coach from florida state came on this show called in right now and said hey Kayshawn uh, Sapp is a hell of a player and a he lot is, of sap. he's got a lot of sap about him a lot of sap and he's going to come in here and he's going to be a big impact up front for this offense for East Carolina would that get you excited a, l- a little bit more than I am now okay if a West Virginia quarterbacks coach called up and said hey this guy y'all just got is a ball hawk he is a dog I'm looking for Dog. another type of animal that you haven't said yet. He is a cat. Nah. No, we don't want no cats. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want no cats. We want dogs. Meow. I was waiting Meow. for that. I was waiting for that. I was hoping Clip would get it, Meow. but he got it nah, before you it did. It took me a second. Uh, no, not excited. Not a shark, apparently. Oh, oh shark. He's, he's a shark. Okay, that would get me excited. What if uh, Steve Ellis, now even though Steve Ellis didn't coach this guy. If he but, called right now, I would get excited regardless of what he's talking about. <laughs> but Steve Ellis didn't coach this guy because this guy's more of an edge rusher. But if he called and said that this guy that we got from Louisville about a month ago said he's a shock. And it's going to be a shock for your defense at East Carolina. 
Would you get excited? About? Sure, why not? Because you don't see a catfish and a shark in a tank at the same time. No, you don't. Not gonna see it. Tyler said Chandler hasn't worn ECU gear all year. That is factually correct. That is factually incorrect. Ooh. When did you wear some? January on on Monday. All right. I'm lying. I'm actually lying. <laughs> I was going to say, we weren't even here on Monday. You know what I did? Boy, you really fold under pressure because we would have had no idea if you wore it or not, but you admitted I want yourself. to be an honest person. I appreciate that. But I'm not. I just lied. Uh, Justin says we're banned in North Korea. By the way, his account is Justin and Jessica. I'm not giving Jessica any credit. Thanks to both of y'all. It could have been Jessica. Do y'all both sit at the computer and type together? Yeah. Does Justin type one letter and yeah. then Jessica types the next one? Or as you're typing, one hand's on the left, one hand's on the right, you're just going at it. And the other hands are holding each other's? Yeah. That is sweet. Is that our first chat game couple? <laughs> it might be. <coughs> uh, let's see. Eric says Chandler is banned in 37 countries, but not Wolfpack country. Oh. Hmm. Hey, now, Chad uh, said, did anyone watch Suits? Coach Mack did. Uh, Jamie says, clip hypothetical question. What would be your reaction if you found out today Jim Harbaugh was hired as the commander's next head coach? Um, I would be for that. Yeah, took a team to a Super Bowl. I went to a game in uh, Landover, Maryland at FedEx Field, and his 49ers punked my Redskins. Uh, yeah, I would take Jim Harbaugh. I didn't realize how much of a nut he was. He's a little nutty. And I saw his parents. Gosh. Speaking of nutty, uh, Shirley, that peanut brittle is good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Delicious. For giving me a piece. Thank you, Jay Johnson uh, and Dina. Yeah, they – I. Um... Well, if you want another piece, you better hurry up and get it during the break because there's not much left. I've been nibbling on it all day. Uh, Chandler, were you excited about Rio Johnson? No. I know who you weren't excited about, Shane Carden. Because I, I didn't even know who he was. Exactly. Did not know who, who he was until he came into that game. You're talking South about Carolina. it, and, and you're talking about excitement when they first got to school, correct? Yeah, when they committed. Yeah, when they first got there. I never knew who Shane Carden was. Do you know what mm. game it was where I said, all right, I'm excited now, is against UTEP. Back in the day, I said, this guy might have something here. He might have something. Who would you say that to? I think maybe my dad. Okay. Or one of his college buddies that used to sit with us in Section 15. And what was their response? I don't know. I'm not excited yet. I said, well, I'm excited. Oh, hey, well, it's time I to said, get excited. Well, guess what? I'm excited. Pirate GT is uh, says I'm a little more excited about some pirate baseball. Hey. Today, we'll talk to Jacob Jenkins Coward. Next Tuesday, we'll welcome in Jeff Palumbo. Next Thursday, we'll welcome in Austin Knight. So we will Sweet. be talking to pirate baseball here on Pirate Radio Live. Right around the corner. Uh, let's see. Jamie says he'll be ready for Pirate Baseball once the Colts get eliminated. Chad was excited about the kid who uh, committed to ECU on national TV. Oh, yeah. Lucas Thompson. Lucas Thompson. Oh, yeah. I watched an Under Armour All-Star game yesterday. I was looking for him. I didn't see him. I didn't know if he was still at the stadium wearing that ECU hat. Gosh, what I'm, state I'm was he figure. from? 
uh lucas thompson florida florida maybe maybe i want to say florida see this is not what i want to happen you gotta have a mind of your own pirate gt says okay i'm not excited anymore you know who i was you talked me out of it clip no that's not what i want to do i want you to be excited be excited if you want to yeah i'm i'm not us personally are not excited i'm not telling you i don't want you to not be excited i want you to be optimistic and fired up i'm just too i'm jaded you know who i was excited about who one he came from sec school two his uncle is a hall of famer tim irvin safety (laughs) came from auburn his uncle was michael irvin yeah and was very excited when i found out he was coming to east carolina lucas thompson was from winter garden florida all right went to west orange high school there you go and never did he ever step foot on campus i don't think so i was excited about cody keith Mm, the legend he's got a documentary about him. i was excited about brad warnick no you weren't you didn't know who that was And i wasn't excited about cody keith either that was a joke uh it's cool i'm trying to think of who i was really excited about committing here again like again if if i don't see the or know who these guys are you're really just trusting somebody else's word on their stars and how good they are i always try to see if they actually have some highlight tapes also see i don't know how real i should get no it's 2024 get real the year to get real get this is the year this is the real year but i just sound like such a a butt but i really feel like i'm just being honest and realistic but there's people out there that are going to say i'm a butt and yeah i always say it what do you i I always see like we want people here that want to be here if you want to leave leave we want people here that want to be here well i see where you're going with this does they really want to be Holt nailers wanted to be here he told us yesterday now he wanted to be here but what percentage of the roster would rather be at say i don't know alabama texas georgia Uh, yeah yeah but they weren't recruited by those schools they didn't get an invite to those schools they come here that's kind of my thing like I'm not really into recruiting because we're not in these recruiting wars with big schools, you know? Is that harsh? Am I being a butt? Maybe. Do you have a comment on that? You it like kind of makes say something? it seem like you're saying that they're settling for East Carolina. I think it's to some degree we all settle in a way. I mean, I'm settled right now. And I'm, I'm very content. But, like, we're settling to live uh, in North Carolina when we could be living on a beach somewhere. Why are but we? we li- don't, but because we don't have the money. Right. But if we strive for it, we can get that money and then get that beach house. And finally be where we want to be. Do we have a point to this segment? I feel like we've <laughs> lost the point. I feel like I had a point. I feel like we missed the turn five times and are not getting to the destination. A few minutes ago, I really felt like I had a point. Now, I don't know anymore. Tyler says, take a break. Good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got to know when to fold them. 
You know what? I'm settled with this segment. Let's take a break. Eric says, does Sean really want to be here? Yeah. Because if not, I could leave. So you're saying this is the... Somebody says, hey, I'll let you go anywhere you want to right now. This is where you would choose to be? That's your answer? You're a liar. <laughs> You're a fat liar. Like, wouldn't you say, like, in the, in the, in my, in, like, anywhere and live anywhere or be, like... Both. Anywhere Or, like, moment, any radio station. Live anywhere. Right here. Right here, right now. I'm committed. 100% committed. Respect my decision. Jay on Facebook said, are you more excited over a kid that went to a Power 5 school and it didn't work out so he transfers to ECU or a kid that went to a smaller school, proved himself, and transfers up to ECU? That's a really good question. Now we're asking the right question. That's a really good question. You got me uh, my brain in a pretzel right now. Sheila says, hey Chandler, it's Mama Shishi. You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Shishi. Russ says, I'm a big butt. Pirate GT, and you know what? There's a great way to end the segment. Pirate GT says, I'm excited Magazoo is back. I am too. That excites me. I'm ready for more mags in my life. When we return, are you excited about Coastal Carolina being on the football schedule? We'll discuss that after this. Come on, come on, with it. Now look, everybody, if you are here at that set to party, all you gotta do, everybody say party. You're party. listening to hour one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it uh, local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Fun discussion. Segment one. It kind of got started by Pirate GT in the YouTube chat saying, okay, so Cole Hodge, how did this happen? Cole Hodge, the uh, Gatorade Kentucky High School Football Player of the Year, how did he get to ECU? Why is he going to ECU? Well, instead of us morons talking about it, why not hear it from the horse's mouth? Shirley uh, just saw this video and shared it with the group uh from um tyler griever he is a sports tv guy in kentucky and talked to cole hodge about his commitment to east carolina and let's hear it Charlie. you get your whole senior season and, and i know how recruiting goes just because you're committed somewhere people are going to keep reaching out sure, they're going to keep sure. trying what kept you committed to east carolina and eventually to sign with them 
the coaching staff, um, the fan base. You know, I went to a game, um, two games this this uh, season, and just you know the passion they have uh, for their football team, just the coaching staff, and I have full belief in their coaching staff, and they're playing for me, and just I'm really excited to go down there and compete. Mike Houston, what did he sell you on? What what did you like about him, and how did you feel like a connection with him as a coach? Yeah, I just love his personality as a coach. You know, he's a go-getter. He wants to win, and you can tell he wants to win. Um, you know, through his recruiting and just through talking to him. You know, he has a great personality, and so just um, you know talking to him. And he's had some great hires recently, and I think um, with the transfer portal, we we've got some good players. So I think we'll be rolling. You get all right. There is Cole Hodge in his own words. Yeah, so you can't help but be excited. Now, the other offers, according to 24-7 Sports, for Cole Hodge were from Central Michigan, Appalachian State, Arkansas State, and Army. So, just giving you all the information on Cole Hodge, who is excited to be a Pirate. Uh, is it okay for Rajay Harris to be excited for this year? Yes. Uh, by the way, happy birthday to my guy. Roger Harris. I wished oh, him a his birthday? Uh, happy birthday yep. to 4-7. Oh. What's up, my guy? What's up, my guy? Happy, happy birthday, birthday Um, uh, I had a couple of references. Ryan said Sean wants a beach house in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Oceanfront well property. Oceanfront property. One of my favorite uh, references and segments in 2023. Chandler talking about the West Coast state of Arizona. The best part is when he pulled up that map. Yeah, and called me a, what'd you say, moron, idiot? I think both. You said it several times. Yeah. Very you, loudly. You were, well, I will, t- I, I, will I, got him. I, I will hand it to you. You sold that. Yeah. You, you made every one of us question our own intelligence. Because, again, the map Chandler was looking at was a map of the United States and all around that map, the background was blue. So I think Chandler, for a split second, thought the United States was a big giant island, and there was no Mexico, no Canada, just all water around the United States. That would fix a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about the issue. Now I'm getting into politics. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> that gets me excited. All right. I asked if you were excited about scheduling Coastal. I knew what you were going to say, Jamie. You've been wanting Coastal on the baseball schedule. He said, I would be excited about it, but would rather have them uh, on the baseball schedule. Ryan says, if ECU is going to struggle scheduling big schools, might as well schedule more (laughs) local against competitive opponents. Coastal fits that script. I like Coastal on the schedule. Yeah, I like it too. I'm, I'm fine I, with I am certainly not opposed to it. It's a drivable game, uh, you know. If you're playing down at Coastal and it's regional, it's close by. There's a lot of people around here that are Coastal fans as well as ECU fans. I I don't see a downside to it really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'd rather. I don't want to speak for anyone. There's certainly more attractive opponents in the world of college football, but sure. as far as a regional game. Well, I mean, I'm good with Coastal. What what has been the long argument over the last, or the lament, I guess you could say, um, from various ads over the you know over the last few years? They're struggling to get butts in the seats because there's so many TV packages out there. There's you know travel issues, this, that, and a third. Well, this is a game that can easily fill seats. And you also look at all right, who else is on the schedule those years? So it's 25 yeah. and 28. 
25, you're at NC State. Chandler's fired up for that one. You've got He'll be fieldside. Campbell at home. At Coastal, BYU scheduled to play here. <coughs> See, now that, that, that's attractive that, that to me. That rounds out a pretty good schedule. Yeah. 2028, NC State at home. Coastal Carolina at home at Wake Forest. <coughs> Very attractive schedule. You'll probably schedule an F- FCS to go with that. So it kind of depends on who else is on that schedule. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to uh, to get through next year. I-, I know folks are not excited about Norfolk State, Old Dominion, App State, Liberty. But there are some attractive opponents uh, coming up beyond that. Well, I mean, Liberty had a pretty good year this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, that yeah, might they have been... Yeah, went undefeated and went to the fill-in-the-blank bowl. Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you can't really overlook them either. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. Now, here, uh, Scott says this. Do you agree? Let me think about what I personally think about what he's saying. And I will say from the message borders I've read, Scott's in the minority here. But he says Coastal is more exciting than Boise State. I'm going to I'm going to disagree. Because I was, I was, can I use the word excited about seeing Boise State on the schedule? It was something different, something new. Well, and there are, I hate to say this, but I think they're a little bit more of a recognizable name. Even though they are trending down, which I think Coastal Carolina is kind of trending down now as well. But no doubt, Boise State is a a known name in the college football world. And even if Coastal Carolina is better on a certain weekend and a certain year than Boise State, you're going to get more credit nationally for beating Boise State than Coastal Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah. They both have unique football fields. That is true. Ugly, some would say. Chandler, would you rather play Coastal Carolina or Boise State? Boise State. Yeah. But it's not It's not that big of a difference. I mean, no, because they both have fields that have their school <laughs> color. And we've both and we've beat them both in bowl games. All right, Scott's starting to lose his argument now. He says any team with Smurf turf doesn't excite me. Yeah, so you like the uh, here's here's teal field. Here's the bottom line for me: I don't mind playing like a Boise State or a Coastal Carolina. Let's just make it consistent. That's all I'm asking. You know, let's do a home and home. Let's you know. I mean, I I know that it's you know a pipe dream to have like a Michigan come to East Carolina, but that's what I want to see is just a little bit more consistency with some of the teams that we do face off against in our non-conference schedule. Uh, Russ says both blue fields, one I can go to, the other I can't. I think that sums up. Yeah, which exactly. one he likes. Yeah. Uh, is Chan excited about Noah Rogers? Says Tyler uh no because i don't know who that is same should i i feel bad uh i guess i should know who that is <coughs> tell us who that is tyler robert uh d wanted to play boise ryan said i was looking forward to boise so much jamie says i could see both sides boise state has trailed off 
I do agree with that. Now, if you gave me a choice to go see Coastal Carolina or Boise State, but Boise State, it had to be the bowl game in Hawaii. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what I'm going to go to. Um, and then the I mean, Coastal we, game is in uh, Birmingham. Okay, no. That place is a dump. But, you know, no. I'd, I'd rather... I mean... Either way, look, I, I'd like I just want us to get back to the mentality of we'll play anybody anywhere, anytime. But we you know, but the college football landscape is not the same as it was back then. So it, John Gilbert said he didn't want to do two for ones. I I, I, I would yeah. I would rather do two for ones. I would rather if we could get whoever, like Georgia Tech here, play two in Atlanta, one here, I would do that. But I don't understand how all the money works and all the all that work, all that. But I, I would like to – I want to get somebody here, and if we have to give up a little bit to get them here, I would do that. Now, ex- now let me ask you this. How, how much different is it from a scheduling standpoint to convince a school – like let's say let's use Georgia Tech as an example, a Georgia Tech football team to come in here and play one game on a Saturday as opposed to say basketball, because I don't think it was that difficult for Kim McNeil to get South Carolina to come here well, and play. That's a different deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's completely I, what, different. What I'm asking is, is that when you're talking about getting these schools to agree to play you at your home field or or figuring out the two and one situation. You know, how much different is it from basketball to football? No, Terry Holland was the only person to get an ACC school to come here, right? Uh, I would venture to think you were probably right. There's probably other examples, but in his tenure, we had Clemson here, we had State here, we had Wake here. I haven't seen one since. That's a good point. But, I mean, I'm sure that money is involved, and I'm sure there's probably TV rights involved somewhere in there, too, I'm sure. But I just don't know why is it, in you know, just from the outside looking in, why is it so dang difficult to do it? Russ says, Georgia Tech, two for one, you. Well, I was just using that as an example. Well, I used this as an example, but... Are you saying ew to the two-for-one idea as a whole or for Georgia Tech? Because I was just throwing out a ACC school. Yeah. Juan says, play one FCS game every other year to compensate for the extra away game in a two-for-one. You don't have to play an FCS school every year. Robert says, gets uh, Colorado on the schedule. Instant pub. Yeah, well, the problem is with scheduling, two have to agree to it. And they're not going to come here. They're going to want us. They'll they'll pay us to go up there for sure. But they're not bring. They're not coming down here. And that's where I feel Are like we coming? Uh, you know. But I, that's where I feel like th- that's the rub. Juan says Houston did it a lot. They got Texas Tech, Baylor on their schedule. That's I. I want. I would do two for ones if we could get attractive uh, opponents here to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium because it's getting harder and harder to do that. Yeah, but you also got to look at it from the standpoint of what did you say, Texas Tech and Baylor? They're Texas schools, so they're all in the same state. I know that. that yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And so why <laughs> is why it? I'm using Georgia Tech? Okay, yeah, because they're closer. But it, I'm also used, I'm also thinking of the ACC schools that are here too. Exactly. Yeah, which we do have Wake. Uh, we do have. Do we have the Dukies? 
I don't think so. But you did mention NC State. So. State. Uh, yeah, we got Wake. Yeah, we don't have Duke. State. Um, and we've got a million games for the Old Dominion. And see, Wake is an interesting matchup to me because have they ever have they been here before i don't know but. yeah i remember uh john thompson era i want to say okay Wake so but there. it's been a while oh it it's been a while been a while uh no i like that game i mean that's a that's an intriguing matchup because it's something we don't get to see very often and we might be getting them at the right time too they seem to be on the way down although we won't play them until what 2027 20, <laughs> so uh oh, the God, entire what, what landscape of uh college oh, football Lord. will be different by then i'll be over the hump by then yeah we'll have like entirely different new l- leagues and fbs fcs all that stuff yeah I'm, I'm curious to see what the landscape of college football will look like a year from now no not a year from now three years from now all right, let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up a guest-free hour one. A hearty discussion on scheduling, recruiting, and uh, thank you, Chat Gang. Take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Hour two, we've got Mully. We've got Jacob Jenkins Cowart. Hour three, we got Brian Bailey. And uh, coming up Friday, Danny Beal. Nice. Oh. DB in the house. DB's going to kick off the show with Danny Bill or intern Danny. I'm not sure which one. Also, we got to get up with Joey, too, to get his picks. Ooh. Yeah, we, do. Yeah, we, we need to make it. some picks on Friday. I miss Joey. I do, too. And his fantastic head of lettuce. I know. I miss it, too. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour one after this. Hey, yo, tell them about yourself. Now you tease my plug one style. And me without my specs, told you say plug one and two a hippie. No, we're not. That's your plug one. Let's do this for Lisa. Lonely mother gazing out of a window, staring at a sun that she just can't touch. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Carrier take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's uh, head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Watched some uh, college basketball last night. John, we we had multiple chances to get on Miami. I told you during the game we should get on them. Uh, they beat Clemson at home last night. This is conference season. You're going to see home. Were they underdogs? That by one. Home underdog conferences. That's always an yeah. easy bet. Always. Um, I watched NC State last night lose for 39 minutes and 45 seconds. How about DJ Burns and DJ Burns uh, scores at the end, and the Wolfpack. 
uh steal one from notre dame uh also i was gonna bring this up with nade do and hopefully we can uh talk to him next week notre dame was trying to pull a stanford so stanford from what i gather and this is what i wanted to talk to nade do about they're not very good they're seven and six overall but they already have conference wins against number four arizona and on the road at ucla and uh i was thinking about that last night because notre dame was about to go two and zero against virginia and nc state but instead after a terrible non-conference yeah they, they were bad awful yeah. Coming up tonight, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Uh, ooh, Tulsa ooh. is nine and three. They are rolling in here on Sunday. Yeah, they beat Rice last night. That was Tulane. I'm sorry. Tulsa plays Memphis tonight. Because uh, Tulane is nine and three as well. So that's why I got thrown there for a second. So Tulsa has lost to Little Rock, Oral Roberts, and Oklahoma State uh they have had a very weak schedule outside of that javon small still having success against the hurricanes oh that's the golden hurricane oh sorry golden hurricane you're a sports guy right i'm not a tulsa guy Mm, all right uh memphis taking on tulsa tonight i hope tulsa wins and then we can have a classic letdown coming up sunday but memphis nine and a half point favorites James Madison is 13-0, and and they are number 19 in the country. How in the world are they winning at every sport? Oh, they uh, are at Louisiana tonight. Pepperdine at number 24. Gonzaga, Colorado is 11-2, and 2-0 in the Pac-12. They take on number 10, Arizona, coming up tonight. James Madison beating Tom Izzo in the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan, Michigan State. <laughs> Michigan State Spartans earlier in the year. Undefeated, you say? Hmm. Tonight's going to be a tough night for some people. This is the first Thursday in how long with no football on? I know. That is... Uh, that stinks. Since like August. That is tough, Jeff. Do so, you remember? I remember it being August and saying, "All right, from here on out until about January." Well, <laughs> we've reached the finish line. That's uh, it's a little sad. Six months. I'm, uh, but I'm I'm already in the no, not hoops. six months because the UFL starts what March. Whole Nailers, Arlington Renegade. Yeah, you got football coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh yeah, yeah it's coming. It's coming. Uh, week 18 coming up this weekend we will have what do we got a doubleheader saturday surely steelers ravens texans colts correct sir and we'll have our sunday triple header no monday night football on the final week of the regular season and i do believe the sunday night game is the dolphins bills it is it which is. thank goodness because come even though my dolphins got spanked by the ravens i would have thought that you know that game would have been shown here locally instead of what was it the panthers jaguars and i was very upset about that hey you got to see probably the biggest nfl story of the weekend on national tv i don't care about tepper launching a drink although that was hilarious uh we were watching something earlier that the comment was david tepper's throw 
Uh, that was the best. That throw. was the best throw that the yeah. Panthers had all year. You think that's funny, Chandler? That was good. You think was, that's funny, Chandler? It was pretty good. That was so good. <laughs> you think that's funny, Chandler? <laughs> My God. Let's take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Hour two. We'll talk to the Mully Man. Such a smart ass. Depressed Panthers fan, Chan. Depressed Commanders fan, Clip. And soon to be depressed Dolphins fan, Shirley. Hey, it was fun while it lasted because yeah. it's been a long time since we've gone this far by being happy. Hell yeah, you'll take that. And if they win Sunday, oh, home playoff with all, game. With all the, the injuries we have, I'll take it. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Thursday after this. But all the praying just ain't helping at all Cause he can't seem to keep himself out of trouble So we You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Pirate fans, did you know there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alright, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I would, uh... <laughs> I see who Noah Rogers is now. NC State has landed a commitment from former Ohio State wide receiver and four-star transfer Noah Rogers. Chandler's fired up. State. Uh, what Too was bad uh, we won't hear Noah Gray. Because uh, this is the last year, which I am truly... And because his name's Noah Rogers. So oh. two reasons we won't hear that. Yeah. Noah Gray is the tight end for the Chiefs. Who's going to be the state play by? Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Have we just put the puzzle together? Is that why you're going to Raleigh? No. To fill in for, to be Touchdown State. the Gary Hahn impersonator? Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. The Mully Man joins us, Mike Mullis, uh, here on the show. Happy New Year, Mully. Same to you, buddy. You know, that creates the debate we have every year. Do we do this till the middle of June, or are we good, one and done? Um, well, me and you are done. I think if you say it to a person, you don't repeat it to that person. But, again, if you're talking to them for the first time and it's January 10th, I, I think it's still okay to drop a Happy New Year if you see them for the first time this year. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, there, probably, there is a cutoff date, but, you know, I think it's okay. Um, Molly, what, uh, what's on your sports mind? Man, I, you know what? I, I think, Thankfully, uh, you were able to uh, correct me on my fear that the Packers were out of the playoffs. So, <laughs> uh, so that, that's good. We, we're still alive in the fight. 
And I heard you say the other day you'd kind of become a little. Uh, uh Molly, you there? Molly, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Molly? I'm gonna tell you that as a no, folks. We have lost Molly. Molly is gone. Why are you calling Shirley? Just call him back. Nine 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 zero 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 one. We have lost Molly. Chandler's panicking. Shirley had left the room. She's back. We don't know what to do. How do we go on? I can't wait to say Happy New Year to Molly again when we get him back on. <laughs> this was all a plan. All right, I think we got Molly back. Thank you, Shirley, by the way. Chandler was freaking out. Uh, Molly, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, this is ground all day. A rinse and repeat. No, all right, so we'll pick right back up. All right, you mentioned the Packers, and then you said one more thing you heard me say. What did I say? Well, and you were talking about being a little uh, despondent with your uh, commanders and really kind of, you know, done for next year. And I was almost there with the Packers. Uh, and obviously, I understand your situation. I couldn't, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't watch that mess either if I was a commander's fan. But I well, you were there with the Packers like week five or six or something, right? Yeah, I, look, man, it's been a tell of two seasons. I mean, we, you know, Jordan Love has been great and Jordan Love has been bad, and it's just kind of who shows up. So, uh, you know, right now, uh, I mean, it's it'll be interesting. And at least you know Sunday's going to be full of bad games or the weekend. So at least we'll have, you know, it'll have a little preseason feel with some games, and at least we have the uh, the Packers, a handful of games where teams are still fighting, you know, for the playoffs. Well, and then you got a cold January 425, so it's going to be dark uh, game at Lambeau Field to settle up uh, in, the, in the living room and watch. So, I mean, that's uh, – that's a good thing. The Bears are seven and nine, by the way. How did the Bears win seven games? Uh, they weren't eliminated from the playoffs, I think, till last week. So uh, the Packers are only a three-point favorite at home against Justin Fields and the Bears. Yeah, though no, all the controversy the Bears have had, I say controversy, controversy, I guess, questions about quarterback play, and you know that that is a rivalry game, and I'm sure that uh, the Bears are going to give it their best ball. They're they're. They love to, you know, they love to be, love to beat the Packers and vice versa. So it should be a uh, should be an entertaining football game. Looking forward to a Sunday. Two games on Saturday: Steelers, Ravens. Steelers still fighting uh, for a playoff spot. They need some stuff to happen. Texans, Colts. Whoever wins that game is in the playoffs. So uh, a couple of important games Saturday before we get to NFL Sunday. Molly, I watched a little bit of Michigan and Bama with you. Uh, some of the first half on monday and uh you thought the tide would roll and at certain points it felt like it was going to go that way but michigan uh hey they're, they're tough and they get to drive late when they need it what'd you think about that game yeah you're right man i, I was all over i mean i thought again we're kind of sitting there into the first quarter maybe even a little before that it looked like okay you know here goes the tide they're going to do their thing and just Basically, it kind of felt like they, they they may run Michigan out of the stadium for a very brief part of that game. But then, you know, they go to halftime 13-10 the other way. Uh, and Michigan uh, 
Michigan kind of, you know, just kind of hung around. And then you're right, they, they put it together when they had to. And, you know, interesting play calls down there with the game on the line for Alabama. But, I mean, Michigan played great. And, I, you know, and I, I know next we're going to move on to, to the Washington-Texas game, which I was freaking wrong on that one, too. But, man, did Washington look good. Uh, but one thing you were right about, Molly, we got into uh, a bit of a, a tiff, a kerfuffle, uh, when you said that the game should be played on Sunday. And I said, nah, you can't play them on NFL Sunday. But what you could do is uh, start them a little earlier on Monday. And uh, I guess I'm becoming a, a bit of an old man. But that game being on until – did it get to 1 a.m.? It was definitely 12 a.m. and beyond. It might have got to 1 uh, but yeah, that one uh, that one was on late. Did you finish that game, Molly? No, 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 no. They, I, I, that was a next morning wake up and yeah. pull it up and see you know see how it ended. I, it was yeah too late for me, man. I you know but yeah, I mean it's kind of interesting. I, I, mean, I, I now I guess I'm all in on Washington for the Natty. I mean I, I guess uh, just because I you know Michigan has obviously had. Some interesting spotlight this year, and uh, you know maybe maybe I've had maybe I've had enough for the Wolverines for the year, but uh, yeah, I mean I we'll, we'll see. I, Penix, I mean Penix is playing himself into a position uh, to really improve his draft stock. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's he's a guy that you're like, man, I I I I, I gotta like him better than than, than Williams or Drake May. I mean I I, I mean I, well, I I'm super impressed with Penix. He's what a player. You know, going back to his time at Indiana, the whole thing was him staying healthy. Uh, so now, you know, maybe that he's proven he can do that at least at this point in the season. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how he can settle this thing up. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line here on a Thursday. Coming up next, we'll talk some baseball with Jacob Jenkins Coward and uh, about that time of the year, Mully, when uh, the temperatures are low and the boys get out there and uh, start getting loose. Yeah, look, man, even back to, you know, grade school days, I always loved, you know, the Christmas and and now, you know, that that's great and let's kind of let's get on through this because now it's baseball season. It's kind of that that, you know, that 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 turning of the page. So, I'm uh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there and see the Pirates. Really excited to see the uh the freshman center fielder and uh, you know, obviously your Savage getting uh, great accolades today and uh, you know, with Rude, I mean, I, I, I look, man, I, I think it lines up to be uh, to be an interesting season. Uh, the schedule, I'm I, I'm a huge fan of the schedule. A lot of, you know, a lot of games that can make you reminisce a little bit the the, the old CAA and a lot of regional competition. So, yeah, man, it's 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 on us. It's baseball season. It won't be long, and you know, pitchers and catchers will be reporting for spring training, and you know, the boys of summer will be back. Uh, Molly in North Carolina, uh, obviously on that schedule, uh, UNCW, Campbell, Elon, uh, NC State, all the, uh, the local Charlotte is a conference game now. Duke is on the schedule. Uh, no games have been played still a ways from that, but you talk to folks, do you know who in the state of North Carolina is the, you know, is ECU the top dog? Who, who are the teams to beat in the state this year? Well, you know, every one of those teams you just named think they are. I mean, I, you know, but maybe, maybe Elon's a little bit of an outlier and, and, and not quite sure what Duke has on the mound. I, I will tell you that probably, uh, if you were playing a, uh, you know, a, a interstate series, 
and you included Wake Forest in that with the pitching they have. Uh, they're pretty special, and I, you know, I. But I, man, that's the beauty of North Carolina. You laid, you named a lot of really quality clubs there, and a lot of clubs that you would expect, you know, would be in regionals. So I, I, I don't know that there is a clear cut favorite right now uh, outside of probably Wake uh, as to who would be the best team in the state, but. Certainly the Pirates will be in the mix at the end, you would expect, and same with the Tar Heels and the Pack. So, you know, let's um, – it's exciting, man. We Again, we're spoiled by, you know, the level of, of, of college baseball that we get just coming into our, uh, you know, into our backyard every summer, every spring. Well, speaking of baseball, and uh, I haven't brought this up on the air yet. We talked about it uh, off the air and uh, with another baseball guy, Malcolm Gray, and everybody kind of had the same reaction. Uh, Chris Sell is an Atlanta Brave. And, wow, okay. Uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward Braves fan is fired up. My thought was kind of, what is Chris Sell in 2024? Um, you know, he was, what, 6-5 and five last year, ERA at 4-3-0. Uh, he is, you know, years removed from his best stuff but we'll see if he still got something uh, has not been an all-star since 2018 so i i don't know that it kind of just surprised me uh they did need some some help in that uh that rotation and some pitching depth uh and another starter so they got one i just don't know what he is at this point in his career well he's a little wealthier if i'm not mistaken they bumped him a year so he's got Two years left that I man that I read that he got like thirty million or something today. But um, anyway, I, I you know you're right. I, I don't know what they're getting, and I I think it just I think it goes a long way to kind of show you that there is uh, there's a huge need. It's kind of like the NFL and quarterbacks. There's a there's a huge need for experience, you know, veteran arms at the big league level, and the Braves are gambling that hey he can he can be. You know, he could give them just enough uh, to, to kind of get them over the hump. So, you know, good for him. And, and you know, I, I, and, and like you said, when it we were happy to be together when that news kind of broke or, or that day, and, and it was a, uh, yeah, it's kind of puzzling. But, you know, they, they clearly they've got guys making lots of money to make those decisions. And they feel like they, uh, you know, they had a guy that could help them. And I see this a lot now, and I think it's due to the run the Braves had, but a lot of guys that sign with Atlanta now, it comes out that they were Braves fans growing up, and I saw the same earlier today about Chris Sale. Uh, Floridian grew up a Braves fan. His first autograph was Chipper Jones uh, when Sale was 12 years old and attended a camp. So it seems like everybody was a a front-running Braves fan, although it does seem like Atlanta gets a lot of local guys. Uh, to come play with them at some point in their career, but just found that interesting. You know what, Clint? Moreover, does it seem like that Chipper Jones is that much older than Chris? <laughs> yeah, true. You know, it, it, they, they, they seem they, you know, it kind of seems. Uh, I don't know, it, Chipper. I guess Chipper's. Well, he's probably what fifty-five or so now, something like that. So Chris Sale is. How old do you think Chris Sale is? I'm going to go like thirty-seven. Yeah, you think he's older? He's thirty-four. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah. I, you know, he's just been around it all for right. a long time. Yeah. My favorite Chris Sale story is when they rolled out the throwback jerseys. Yeah. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Let me pull this up real quick. No, go with it. All right. Chris Sale uh, got sent home from the White Sox because he threw a temper tantrum. What year is this? 2016. So he was so mad the team had to wear the throwback uniforms that was he was uncomfortable in. He cut up the jersey so none of the players would be able to wear them. <laughs> he, thro- oh, wow. he thought the throwbacks were uncomfortable. He cut the jerseys up with a pair of scissors and was sent home early from the team. Yeah, I'd say that's a little bit of a temper tantrum. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at them now. These are, oh man, these are not like faux These are legit no button-up mully. They, they got the collar. You know what I'm talking about? Like the real old jerseys. So Yeah, the high collar, like the, the wool yeah. look kind of you. So, uh, Chris Sale, not a fan of those. Cut them up. And uh, he's had a lot of great days on the mound, but I still remember him from that story. All right, uh, Mully, anything else before we let you run today? No, buddy. Just, uh, man, like I said, looking forward to, you know, seeing a little baseball get started. And, you know, hey, it's it's kind of a – it's an interesting time of the year with sports. I was having this conversation the other day. I'll start paying a little more attention to – college basketball primarily and you know when football gets over and then it's just a matter of uh pushing to mid-february and and you know we we get we get baseball all right uh maybe a trip to mengees on sunday molly little pirate hoops you know what that that uh we could certainly do that so that'll be at three packers start at 425 you could at least get the first half and really catch the whole game and then uh you'll be ready to go for second quarter of the packers that'd be a good sports day perfect yep that's perfect all right molly man thanks for joining us okay buddy talk to y'all soon mike mullis on the pirate radio live line somebody commented on youtube uh jamie said molly sounds happy it is a new year eric said give it a few minutes jamie you know y'all are the ones antagonizing molly now it's certainly not me anymore. It's you guys. You guys want Angry Mully, but he's not giving you what you want, at least not yet. I'm sure we'll make him mad about something soon. Oh, by the way, speaking of Jamie, um, he's doing with he's doing what a lot of people are doing right now, and that's not doing good with their New Year's resolutions. His New Year's resolution was to stop, you know, hammering me and you know making fun of me and bad comments and there's been several comments this week mm. you need to clean that up disrespecting Jamie. me did you make any new year's resolutions drink more water okay and i got a water bottle hold on just a second i can show you guys you are so trendy you're like my daughter my 14 year old daughter i got a water bottle you got a cool she wanted a stanley is that a is that a thing yeah yeah she got one of them she's got like 17 water bottles it's nuts <sighs> I have three, and I use all three. Yeah. And that's it. So, uh, Jamie says, what? Are you sure Jamie made that? He he doesn't know what you're talking about. I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky? Yes. All right. Well done, sir. Brad says, Chris Sale is the same thing he's been the last three years with the Sox. Thanks, Atlanta. Okay, Brad. I think he'll be all right. Hey. You took them off our hands? We're good. I'll see what Jacob Jenkins Coward has to say about Chris Sale being a brave. Uh, we'll take a break. When we return, JC joins us inside the Pirate Radio studios. More to go Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. 
everybody, come on. Hey. All right. Hey. 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 You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. My hoodie twin today, Sean. Honeycutt here as well, and joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina outfielder Jacob Jenkins Coward. Happy New Year to you, Jacob. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. And uh, you fellas about to get back at it on the baseball diamond. Exciting time. We were talking to Mully a moment ago, and he is a baseball lifer as a player, as a coach. And I only have minimal years in baseball as a little leaguer and freshman team at dh conley but i do remember the january february practices and there's a a hint of excitement because you're getting back at it but also it's pretty darn brutal out there so how do you feel about this time of year um excitement versus the 30 40 degree temperatures i think it's uh it's all about when the sun goes down so we practice in the afternoon and you know the sun's up it's bearable all right once we get into those night games (laughs) <laughs> you really got to persevere yeah uh it gets uh pretty cold that first second week of the season here uh in greenville and uh surrounding areas uh so you guys are you said you're getting back to practice uh tomorrow and you said you got a lot of meetings coming up and we're talking about the reading materials you had to read and as far as team building and culture and things like that and you brought up the name john gordon you said you read a john gordon book and john gordon is coming to greenville in march and if you want to be a part of that and hear that uh you can contact jonathan ellerby at ellerby at pyradio1250.com reserve your table today uh but jc you said you're a fan of uh, john gordon and his books yeah we uh we've been over a couple of his books we've been over the energy bus and uh i just read the power of a positive team which uh it's really good stuff what uh and i guess you'll have to talk about this give us a preview what'd you uh learn pick up from that um it's really process over outcome oriented and then uh culture versus results so you know building the culture to grow the results there's a quote that talks about investing in the roots of the tree not the fruit because the roots grow the fruit the man you uh you blew, process grows the outcome you blew my mind and yeah the the outcome is uh usually positive for east carolina baseball but that comes from everything you're talking about that goes into it so uh, it's not just lip service cliff, God, cliff godwin talks about it a lot but it's a real thing it, it leads to those fruits absolutely yeah and uh i don't know did you always have this mindset or have you kind of grown into it as a an older player now no i mean especially coming in high school there's there's not much you know it's high school is the closest thing you have to a team but uh you know travel ball and stuff like that getting recruited everybody's in it for themselves trying to get to the next level but no we are at the next level like so i mean we're at the highest level of 
collegiate collegiate sports. So it, we're really all bought into the, the team now. It's not really about us anymore. Jacob Jenkins Coward joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, Jacob, what's kind of your focus your your first week back at practice? Is it uh, just kind of getting back into the swing of things? Do you hit the ground running? Like, what are you looking forward to the most? Yeah, I mean, we hit the ground going. I'm. <coughs> this, I'd say my biggest. Uh, point of emphasis is going to be making sure the younger guys are ready to get back into it making sure everybody's on the same page and that we're hitting the ground running how much work are you doing day in day out when you're away from the team when you're on break yeah the days pretty much started to fade together as the break went on i had a really long break but i'd wake up in the morning hit throw lift and then uh, kind of just hang out the rest of the day but i try to get my work done in the morning so i have the rest of my day to spend time with family and stuff like that are you able to do like good christmas eating like the rest of us or do you have to watch what you eat i'm allowed to eat everything I'm, i've been on weight gain since the day i got here nice. so. all right good deal what'd you uh what'd you eat what were the goodies yet we do a uh so my family does a christmas breakfast so it's like a, a casserole or it's every breakfast food you can think of yeah so we got Man. you know eggs bacon sausage you ever heard of liver mush uh, I heard of it, never had it. It's elite stuff. Really? Very rare southern food. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't, but it tastes good. I'll put it that way. What uh, What does it entail? Do you know? No idea. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd say it's similar to sausage. Okay. Uh, let me take a, a gander it's at this. It's definitely pork. Ah, interesting. What do you... Uh, it looks like sausage. Yeah. What do you eat it with? Do you put anything on it? You can. You can. Uh, a lot of us mix it into eggs yeah but you can eat it by itself too it yeah, looks like something i'd eat yeah it's just like a little uh softer than sausage all right i'd give it a shot no doubt uh jacob jenkins coward joining us pirate radio studios mentioned john gordon a moment ago 15 time best-selling author keynote speaker global influencer john gordon is coming to greenville in march uh he will be our featured guest at the pirate radio luncheon coming up monday march the 18th so don't miss out on the opportunity to enhance your mindset improve your leadership skills and create a better future for you and your team reserve a table by contacting ellerby at ellerby at pirate radio 1250.com and uh jacob you got to be big fans of pirate radio we brought dale murphy and now john gilbert to greenville now yeah. you missed out on Murph because you had a I road know. game. We had a road trip, and <laughs> I'm very thankful for you guys John, for getting John my Gilbert. jersey signed. Who did I say? You John said Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to let it ride. We brought him here too, <laughs> and uh, and he's here. But yes, uh, John Gordon uh, coming here. Yeah. So you got the uh, the yeah. Murphy autograph. Yeah, I was very thankful for that. Even though I couldn't be there, I got my jersey signed. But you know, I can no longer wear it. That's kind of a downside. Yeah. But it is framed on the wall now. Uh, let's see. You got some questions coming in um jamie says travel ball is kind of becoming a sore subject at the teen level whether it's worth or not for players and families with the money being spent uh what's your your thoughts on travel ball is it is it worth it it is a necessity to be seen if you i mean if you're good they'll find you goes to you know there's limits to that Mm -hmm. so you have to put yourself in front of the eyes that you know that need to see you and I was uh, blessed enough that my parents put me in front of all the eyes possible. So, yeah, and that's uh, that's a good point because the the game has changed now, where coaches just aren't going to high schools as much, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you go to tournaments in uh, Florida and Georgia, and there's you know fifty scout, fifty high, fifty college scouts at a game. 
they're not really going out of their way to go to smaller schools anymore um mr lell says when you move to north carolina you need to pick livermush or pudding so is it different i mean this liver mush and liver pudding are like the same thing it's just two different ways to say it. maybe it's two different ways to say it is that what he's yeah, saying i guess i, I call it liver mush though it's quicker <laughs> fair enough um jamie says i coached organized ball forever had to deal with travel ball did you play any uh legion ball or were you all yeah travel? we played a little bit of junior legion with my high school but not much yeah uh ryan says i work in youth sports travel ball is not all it's cracked up to be in my opinion um yeah i mean there there's definitely pros and cons to it uh to jacob's point uh he wanted to get eyes on him so you did it i'll say and here you are the crazy thing is it expands to you know eight-year-olds driving to florida that's that's a little much right okay yeah there's no college scouts out there watching (laughs) eight-year-olds but you know when you get into high school i'd say you know it it's something that needs to be done yeah okay fair enough uh that's a very good point do we need uh little kids out there running around uh in uh in florida um we mentioned a moment ago chris sale joining the braves now you had a strong reaction yeah, to it you, you excited sure. about it every season if you look at it every season that he's been healthy for a full season has been a high caliber year mm-hmm. and uh that's my that's what i'm clinging on to is that he is healthy for the whole season and just kind of bolsters the rotation for us yeah i mean you've got freed you've got is charlie morton giving it another year i think he is <laughs> yeah, he is strider yeah uh spencer strider and uh elder so yeah and and they always have like three guys that you haven't really heard of in the minors that'll that'll come up and uh and win some games as well uh ryan says the parents think there are scouts watching they hate your old so might be might be uh pirate gt says college camps are more important in my opinion if you want to be seen and it's cheaper yeah i uh You know, it's all whatever. <laughs> How many camps did you go to? Countless? Uh, I think five. Were you like, do you get invited to those? or yeah. Either or. You can sign up. You go take an invite. to the camps here? Yes, one, oh. yeah. Where else you go? Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, a couple other schools. But If you weren't at East Carolina, where would you be? Who were you the next closest to signing with? committing to uh i didn't have any other offers that because i uh, took this one on the spot so how uh what year were you when you took this my saw it was my january of my sophomore year all right school. so they got on you early and you got on them early yeah once i came to the camp here i kind of had my mind made up awesome uh and what was that due to uh really the the culture was a big thing like we just talked about earlier and then the uh the fans i mean nobody wants to play in front of a silent stadium who were the leaders when you were a sophomore in high school who were like the the team leaders here at ecu at the uh, time burley brick house packard were here great group yeah yeah so watching those highlights the regional with uh state campbell and quinnipiac oh man yeah that was uh when i was getting recruited jake agnos yep against was. nc state mm-hmm. came to legendary performance uh speaking of camps cliff godwin baseball camp tweeted out uh just 40 minutes ago 
some summer youth camp dates uh youth camp one june 24th to 28th <coughs> two july 8th to the 12th and three july 15th through the 19th you go to cliff godwin baseball camp.com uh, and sign up there's a link uh on x where they tweeted this out cliff godwin baseball camp and uh have you been able to be a part of this as a i don't know instructor or helper or yeah, yeah you, you enjoy working with the kids yeah it's a really good time i've worked uh camps for two summers now so we'll probably be going on a third this summer uh let's take a break jack says all this just to lose to the fields in the playoffs again 83 win fills yeah i guess you're good when it matters <laughs> that they are it's uh it stinks at least they uh didn't win the big one though Let's take a break. We'll Can't come back. Exactly. More with Jacob Jenkins <laughs> Coward. If you got a question, you can get it in on Facebook, YouTube, or X. Jenny says, I think I saw Danny Bill jogging down M Street today. It was either that or just another Caucasian male. <laughs> we'll ask Danny tomorrow when he joins us. Were you running down M Street today? Uh, we'll talk. Go with a hard no there. <laughs> okay, you think it was just another dude, <laughs> just some random Greenville Greenvillian. But thank you, Jenny, for chiming in. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. 15-time best-selling author, keynote speaker, and global influencer John Gordon is coming to Greenville in March. John was ranked number six as one of the top leadership speakers in the world and will be our featured guest at the Pirate Radio Luncheon on Monday, March 18th. Don't miss out on this huge opportunity to enhance your mindset, improve your leadership skills, and create a better future for you and your team. To reserve a table, contact Jonathan Ellerby at Ellerby at PirateRadio1250.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, a few more minutes to go with Jacob Jenkins Coward. We'll talk to BB, Brian Bailey, coming up in hour number three during the break um had an event with the ecu baseball team and down on main street i guess was that in uh december early december late november yeah and jc enjoyed it so much uh you said you went back on your own recently yeah and uh and what'd you what'd you get to eat there i don't remember the exact menu name but it is their like number one classic cheeseburger and uh it comes with two sides it was fantastic yeah you uh highly recommend highly recommend but don't i mean if you're gonna go on a friday night (laughs) you better be willing to wait because everybody else is going to and you said it was worth the wait yeah absolutely all right there you go friends at down on main street uh coming up next tuesday jeff palumbo will join us here in the pirate radio studios coming up next thursday austin knight ecu pitching coach will join us so palumbo works with the infielders correct austin knight obviously the pitching coach um and i was looking at the staff i was going to ask you well who's handling the hitting and that would be henry 
Lartigue. Lartigue, yeah. Uh, I have yet to meet Henry. Uh, we'll talk to him at Media Day, which is coming up a couple of, I should say, a few Mondays from now, I believe, uh, later in January. So we'll get to know Henry. But um, I guess that's the answer to who is working with the hitters. Yeah, Henry uh, came in after Colby Bortles went to Jacksonville. So um, he also played for Coach G at Ole Miss and has uh, flown up the coaching ranks. In three years, of he was a graduate assistant at Ole Miss and then a hitting coach at Arkansas State and then here in three years. So uh, we really uh, love what he's doing. He's really, I think, going to take our hitters to the next level. So, so what – what what is the role of a hitting coach you, you got a guy like yourself that's had success always things you can probably clean up so he's evaluating what you're doing and how much of it is him giving his own ideas or is he just trying to perfect what you like to do as a hitter your swing your stance all that how does it all work so he is uh makes everything really personalized which is what you want out of a yeah. hitting coach and um you know he he kind of just takes our ideas and gives us ideas. I mean, we bounce ideas off each other. It's more of a dialogue rather than a, like commands. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is the hitting coach, so he tells us what to do and we do it. And uh, it's worked for us this fall. So, uh, Another name on this list, a guy that could hit, Brian Packard uh, on this ECU staff. What's Pack doing with the team? Pack is also helping with the hitters and the outfielders. So he's been a good help. Uh, he could go oppo, could find uh, – find the hole uh just a a great great hitter yeah uh here at east carolina and glad to have him back on board and uh would still be hitting in pro baseball if the dang uh back i think Mm. didn't uh didn't give out on him but uh great dude and uh looking forward to him being a part of this staff uh if you got a question for jc you can get it in i saw uh jamie uh we always ask this question this time of year jc what are you looking to improve on most uh this season from last season uh so you know uh with the injury last year i lost a lot of weight through my surgery so uh i gained a lot of weight back i'm the heaviest i've ever been now Uh, i feel like i'm I'm at my strongest fastest i did a lot of speed work over the break and then you know just fine-tuning things you are uh deceptively fast i would say Mm -hmm. when you get going yeah i mean get those long trucks longer to get going (laughs) if you had madden rating ratings i don't know if your acceleration would be high but your speed would be good you know yeah uh but yeah you can get going around them bases uh the steel burger does that sound familiar that's what robert says down on main street i don't know <laughs> okay right. i'm not sure Could be. i don't want to say yes and then all right wrong. fair enough uh good anybody in the wrong direction good policy uh jamie's asking has burley been around uh i actually saw him today hitting with coach g but uh he's uh he's got a full-time job <laughs> pretty good one too so he's not uh coaching or anything like that i saw him recently at a uh a basketball game oh i saw jc at the last volleyball game we were hype yeah it was a really really good time you said uh man i gotta go to more of these so next year are you gonna be attending more volleyball games yes wait are you gonna be here yes how's that work out yeah if you're here and they're playing you'll be there yes fair to that fair enough easy as that you ever played volleyball i played dude i played uh pe volleyball in high school and i yeah i gotta imagine you were pretty good it was fun um you've been to any basketball games yeah. I have not, but I need to. Yeah. I just is the crazy thing is, I mean, I, I can watch the same game on my couch, which is more comfortable than the seats. 
but i mean the environment's obviously not the same in my living room yeah uh, you're not gonna tell pirate baseball fans to do that are you no yeah yeah so you know what <laughs> there we go i need to i'm gonna get i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna get in the, in the stadium uh i got a game coming up against tulsa on a sunday three o'clock east carolina trying to uh, get their first conference win of the season in conference game two all right uh jc so you return to practice what is uh, uh your first practice going to be like tomorrow tomorrow is going to be a lift and uh hitting and throwing pretty so, basic pretty basic and then next week we'll get rolling and you were telling me we, we mentioned uh, you read the the john gordon book um and i guess different players were assigned different books to read so what what are those meetings going to be like with the team uh so there were nine of us or yeah no eight of us that read uh the power of a positive team and there are nine chapters so um we're each going to present a chapter and that's going to go for another book um extreme ownership which is another one that was read and the energy bus which is another john gordon book awesome good stuff uh you're getting older jacob not as many maybe fun christmas presents as when you were a kid but oh no no i got you got fun stuff yeah. all right what'd you get let us i got a new pair of waiters <laughs> is that fun absolutely all right that's um, fun i got this sweet carhartt vest <laughs> fun vests are the thing now i'll tell you what you need, if you don't have a vest you need to get a vest trendy chandler was just wearing one recently <laughs> this guy is all over it man kid grief i also have a vest oh, i don't own a vest. a vest oh come on you need to get a vest you definitely like, what kind of vest, vest should i get you need to get on the vest train. what's a good brand how much you willing to spend here not a lot but let's say i was what what, what colors are we looking for are we looking for like a like a i don't know what do you wear under the vest uh so with this new one i got it's a, it's a <coughs> camouflage print and i wear like a, a sweatshirt under it because it's like a little colder weather vest but then they were like small that's the exact one i got okay oh i could go for that yeah that's what mine looks like so rock that with uh just any sweatshirt underneath sweatshirt oh you went underneath or you could uh go with the long sleeve tee i don't know if i'm a camo guy that's that's what mine looks like right yeah there. i might just go like like one of these bad boys mm -hmm. just a dark color i like dark colors hey i know that guy can you hit off him yeah oh, i know you can hit off him <laughs> db we'll see you tomorrow DB, buddy. Baby. running down elm street <laughs> hey i saw you running down elm street there it was another creepy mustachioed white man uh jacob we are out of time i'm gonna look into getting a vest because i want to get on board with this man and uh they got a pretty good deal going right yeah, now they do. i need to jump on that quick thanks for hanging out man good luck uh getting back to practice and we'll talk to you again soon yep thank you for having me jacob jenkins coward joining us inside the pirate radio studios we'll take a break come back brian bailey joins us and more from the chat gang in hour number three we are back with you Cass says i have a vest on right now i gotta get on this vest bandwagon man i'm getting left behind more to go after this. I was living the stop serving rocks, know what a cops is hot, but I'm on a block and I wish my brother would have made bail so I won't have to travel six hours to see him in jail and I wish that my grandmother No more, no more, no more. Oh yeah, no more. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Just a genius move to use the Young and the Restless music on a song. Classic theme. Well, not just that, but the fact that she's talking about no more drama and what is a soap opera. It's a drama. Victor Newman. A drama. Yeah. Jack Abbott. Just nonstop drama. Exactly. And the she you're referring to is Mary J. Blige. The queen of R&B. What's the 411? Um, I got breaking news out of the NFL. Ah, darn it. I was going to ask you, what team do you think Dalvin Cook went to? Because it makes sense. Because they just lost a very talented running back due to injury. Uh, go, ahead and, go ahead and tell the folks. Uh, Dalvin Cook will be playing playoff football this year with the Baltimore Ravens. Big trust. Wow. Uh, that just announced by the real Adam Schefter. Robert is wearing, uh, he says, uh, I should wear a vest with a hoodie. He's wearing a, a vest right now. These vests, man. Life is best when wearing a vest. Did you just come up with that? Earlier. I said it during the break. Okay. You're, you've uh, you've been on a pretty good run of coming up with slogans off the top of the dome this week. I got to give you credit for that. <laughs> Stories not so good. Yeah. Slogans, really good. Yeah. Hitting... Uh, hitting 100 percent right now um pirate gt says lartigue ecu's new hitting coach was a semifinalist for the johnny bench award great player at ole miss wow that's good info gt thank you man and then jamie says the greatest baseball player ever in my opinion johnny bench that's fine I mean, he was a good ball player. I'm not but, questioning that. What? I. This might be a dumb question. How do you, How do y'all feel about it? now, Jamie? Did you watch Johnny Bench play? Because I'm thinking you're around my age, right? I never saw Johnny Bench play. Can you say? I guess you can say the greatest of all time is someone you never saw play. But it it's uh it is kind of odd to say, right? Because you didn't watch their games. You're just going by stats, highlights, and what others say about the player. I mean, I say Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. And you saw none of his career? No. Yeah. I watched his career and would agree with that statement. Um, Jamie did not see him play live. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm not going to push real hard on this. You can say that the greatest player is somebody you didn't see play. But I think it's more like we should maybe talk about more the greatest player of our lifetime, which for you would be in the NBA LeBron easy. James. LeBron James. Which could be the greatest player of all time, but we're not going to get into that debate. No. NFL Tom Brady. 
Yeah, which stinks. How about the greatest non-quarterback in your lifetime? See, for a while, I, I mean, I've got candidates like I could say Randy Moss, but I really, yeah. did, but I really didn't watch a lot yeah. of them. I got Moss, Falk, Ladanian Tomlinson. You got to think about defensive players too, like Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu. Aaron, Aaron Donald, probably for me. Adrian Peterson, Aaron Donald. Yeah. I would go Moss. He was just... And I know he's not the greatest receiver of all time because Jerry Rice has every record. But, like, if I could have one receiver on my team ever, I'm taking Randy Moss. It would make up for bad quarterback play was what he could do. Jerry Rice was catching balls from Joe Montana and Steve Young. Steve Hill says Barry Sanders. Yeah. Jamie says Ray Lewis. How about baseball? I mean, it's yeah, I got to say Barry Bonds, obviously. For you, for me. Uh, um, Albert Pujols. Yeah, Mike Trout, but. Uh, I got to yeah. be honest. Be, I mean, be honest. How many Mike Trout games have you watched start to finish? Oh, not a lot, but now I was a big Mike Trout, Mike Trout highlight watcher yeah. on YouTube. I don't think I've ever watched a Mike Trout game start to finish. I don't know how many times I've actually watched him play live on TV. Because when it comes to baseball for me, I like the Braves and I don't watch other baseball games. And he and I watch playoff games and guess what? He's never there. Yeah. Steve says Sean Taylor would have been the greatest safety ever. Eh, probably not. But I love Sean Taylor. I watched his football life the other night. That's so sad. Very. It's very. And it's just so, makes me angry because it was so, like, senseless and pointless. Just dumb kids, like, freaking out, shooting the guy. And they shot him in the leg, but it hit a major artery. It was just so, like could have been avoided so many different ways i saw a video of uh ryan clark um with an emotional message i guess it was his birthday maybe or something and uh ryan clark i did not realize he was a redskin and yeah. played with sean taylor uh in early in his career um pirate gt says alan thomas started the best trend at i didn't know that jamie says walter payton jim brown again these are guys i didn't see he did say barry sanders is the greatest football player that he ever watched tyler says otani i mean it's it's very recent but as far as what he's done in baseball to do what he does he is the greatest player maybe uh ryan says that hit taylor had on the punter in the pro bowl was one of the best ever one of the reasons we don't have a pro bowl anymore um jamie says clip i've never asked you thoughts on Dwayne haskins he was not a good nfl quarterback and uh sad that he passed away had a good career at ohio state yeah 
Um, by the way, you mentioned uh, Washington. Congrats, congrats to my Carolina Panthers, your Washington Commanders, one of the two of the four teams to not have a pro bowler on their team this year. All right. Way to go, guys. Who would be the just? I guess Tress Way is our only guy that we could. Derek Brown got screwed for us defensive tackle. We're gonna get to Bailey in a moment, but I wanted to save it for a segment because surely we got there's something about Chandler we don't know, and I like things like this because we're around each other all the time. We tell the same old stories. We know the same. I mean, he's a former long snapper, of course. We know that. But there is something about Chandler we don't know. Jacob Jenkins Coward and I very briefly mentioned a sport that Chandler is not only familiar with, but is a champion of the sport. Interesting. He's got the picture to prove it. I saw a picture during the break. Hmm. Chandler. Is this a common sport? Is this a well-known sport? It's a sport that's very common. It's a sport that we talked about in the last segment. It's okay, sport, I was doing other stuff, so I wasn't. It's a sport that is played at East Carolina. East Carolina. Hmm. What sport would that be, Chan? I am a champion in the sport of volleyball. Sampson County Parks and Rec Co-Ed Volleyball League back in wow. 2017. I'm a putt-putt champion. Uh, let's get his story first let's, before let you try to pop. right quick. Uh uh but yeah um because i got i want to hear about like all i have in my head is a play-in with the boys montage with chandler with his shirt off playing volleyball but this and we have seen him with a shirt off so this is indoors oh yeah oh indoors okay so it's not beach volleyball it's standard volleyball and it looked like your team comprised of seven players yes three guys four gals now, I can't imagine there were a lot of teams in this league. There was probably at least five or six <laughs> from each district in Sampson County because Sampson County How many is, districts are in Sampson County? There is, because uh, well, Sampson County, if you didn't know, is the largest county in North Carolina. Is that true? I'm pretty positive. The largest county as far as, like, landmass? Landmass, I believe and you are incorrect that would be robertson robeson Robus, are you sure that's not population north uh is it robeson county is that how you say it robeson robeson uh, has 947.3 square miles of land area and is the largest county in north carolina so you are that's uh, false how sway how is that false i'm looking it up right now is Sampson county why are you looking it up i just looked it up just county let me see if i can get a N- ranking nc top 10 second largest, largest. what yeah the roberson county did it grow it expanded somebody changed the the lines they did they had to all right, anyway, so second largest county. Jamie says he thought Brunswick was the biggest county. Look. You thought All a lot. right, up here it says second largest county 
And then it says, get to know Sampson County, the largest county in North Carolina. The now, people, the what, land, the heritage. Now, what website is that on? SampsonCounty.gov? Uh, the one at the top is about Sampson County. The one at the bottom, visit Sampson County. Exactly. They're just making up stuff about their county to try to look cool. And have people visit. We got an official official like census but back to our point there was uh at least five or six different teams from different areas in sampson county and we hey get this are you listening yeah are you on the edge of your seat did not lose a set the whole season man that's pretty dominant (laughs) ryan is showing off his volleyball vernacular was chan uh libero diving all over the court and now I've heard there's two different ways to pronounce that word. What's the other one? Libero, maybe I don't know. Surely uh, I've always heard libero. Have you always heard libero? Libero is okay. is how it's pronounced. All right, I I was told by someone you could say it uh, a different way. You could do whatever you want to. To be honest with you, well, well see, I, I said you could do whatever you like. Of course he did. Um, someone said that. Uh, the preferred uh, pronunciation is libero, but I have heard it the other way. But uh, when I did ECU volleyball, when I checked to make sure that I was pronouncing it correctly, right. that's what they told me. So that's what I went with. And they get to wear the uh, like a different color shirt. Yeah, different color shirt. Everybody. Yeah. What was your uh, specialty out there, Sean? I mean, I played all over the court because we rotated. What were you best at? Uh, how, how, I like. I how like, should I word this? What, I like playing. What are the, you better, best, best <laughs> at? Better, better than best. best. Maybe uh, hold on. Maybe seriously we, serious. I want you to answer this question if Shirley can find it. Um, Blake, where do you feel like you've uh, you've learned the most about Taylor. your defense so far? Where the, what have they gotten best, uh, gotten better at, uh, mm-hmm. best and yeah. Besides what you just talked about, where they got to get better at. Yeah, well, how would you answer that as a volleyball player? Um, I would say better than best, best at the front, better than maybe the back, because the 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 front is where I was best, better at. No, seriously, I did like playing the front because I did like blocking the ball. Uh, Steve asking, does Chon serve in a shirtless vest? Did you cut off your sleeves or anything? Nah. Eric's asking, Clip, is there any talk on where a possible new commander stadium will be put? I saw, I sure hope it's in Alexandria near the proposed new Caps Wiz Arena and not anywhere in D.C. or Maryland. Uh, I haven't really looked at that, Eric. But thank you for asking. Uh, All right. And now there's some volleyball talk going on in the chat. Uh, We got to get to Brian Bailey. BB. Yeah. Do we need to take a break first and yeah, then come back? Let's take a break. Okay. We'll get to BB. I wish I had played more organized volleyball, looking back on it. Played organized basketball, baseball, football, soccer. Never played tennis competitively. Won a uh, ping pong tournament on a cruise. <laughs> Very nice. It was me, my dad, and two like seven-year-olds. So my dad and I met in the championship. 
And I say I won. I don't remember if I won or if I came in second. You know what the but sucky? I say I won. The sucky part was um, the cruise that I went on. I couldn't get to the ping pong table because there was always somebody on it, and they had a full size um, putt putt course at the very top of the ship. The first day I was out on the water, I um, I played and it was great. It was a lot of fun. But then it was like really windy those next couple days out at sea so like it was no fun because you'd hit the ball and it would come right back to you is that where you won your putt putt championship no i actually won that at barton college how many people were in it well there was a few people in there i don't remember how many but i mean it wasn't like a just a handful it was five ten i would say probably about about 20 people that's a legit championship yeah i'd say about 20 people who knew we had a volleyball champion and a putt-putt champion right here? And a Madden champion. Oh, I'm a karaoke champion, too. Nah, no, I, not karaoke. I'm sorry. Trivia champion from the cruise. I was about to say. No, I got Did a, you win American Idol? No. No, I got a participation. You are awful. I got a participation it's a no trophy from, from the cruise ship for participating in this big karaoke thing that they had. And, but the I, I, I did win trivia. Um, it was music trivia. Wow. Uh, at one of the little club bar thingies that was in on the ship. Uh, I want to do music trivia with you and Steve. Yeah, that would be fun. So uh, Steve will make that happen because I've been thinking of questions and unfortunately not writing them down. But every now and then I see. Think, here's here's the problem. It's playing the. If you play the song, I'll nail it just about every time. But when you ask questions, sometimes I struggle with those, and that's what makes it so difficult for me. Because and that's the point of trivia. I know, but easy. Well, you know, when I think of music trivia, I'm thinking you play the song and guess the song. But you know, it is what it is. Do it however you want to, bro. Hey, bro. All right, Steve's in. We'll take a timeout, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, BB, after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Oh, I remember watching this live. It's the anniversary of the Matt Hasselback. We'll take the ball and we'll score overtime game. And we're going to score. Al Harris, 52-yard pick six, wins it in uh, the playoffs. Playoffs? Packers. That should be talked about more. Over Seahawks. What should? That situation where a quarterback in overtime called his shot and threw a pick six to lose the game. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. It was a very goofy moment for Matt Hasselback. All right. um, Earlier today, Brian Bailey joined me inside the Pirate Radio Studios. I want to catch up with BB because I didn't see him on Monday. We were off. Didn't see him last Monday because we were off. Christmas. Didn't see him the previous Monday because I was laid out. So, uh, it had been a while since we talked to BB, but I talked to him earlier today inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Let's hit that right now. BB, Brian Bailey, joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios, which is a good thing, Bailey, because I hadn't talked to you uh, on Pirate Radio in over three weeks. It's been a while, hasn't it? I was sick. We had Christmas uh, and no show this week, and uh, good to reconvene with you man you need a haircut you got a lot of hair <laughs> yeah, up there it's growing back isn't it uh we yeah. went we talked about it some on the air but uh just wanted to to ask and the folks out there are curious too how you feeling how you doing feeling good feeling good all the numbers are much much better than they were this summer and so everything's looking up and so i uh, appreciate all the thoughts prayers and everything and hopefully this is behind us and we just trudge on and keep on keeping on awesome stuff uh, glad to hear that bb uh your cowboys looking good we'll get to that in a moment let's talk uh ecu athletics bailey and uh we'll start with football because the last couple of days on the show we've talked to john david baker uh the new and, and holton aylers from the past so had some uh, some ecu football talk and the Transfer portal is wide open. We saw a lot of deletions uh, from the Pirate roster early on. Now we're starting to see those additions. Uh, any thoughts on what Mike Houston and the team has done this offseason? Well, so I'll tell you, we, we stopped by and, and saw Coach Houston yesterday. Uh, we were trying to track down Damon Magazoo when he got back in town, and we did uh, for the coaches' show and for our newscast, and Coach Houston was in his office. And Coach Houston looks relaxed and looks fired up, and I, I just think he's got one thing on his mind, and it's to turn this whole thing around. And I, I think that, that he's very pleased with how it's gone so far, and I think he's very pleased with what it looks like it's going to be you know, with a couple of more, you know, signings from the transfer portal and that kind of thing. One came in earlier today from Florida State. So at a lineman, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I think that you know, it's it's one of those things that, that it's frustrating when you go through a season like like last year. I, I swear I think you could run that season back and do it again and your record could be completely different. It, it was just so many things that went on last year, but I think a lot of those things have been corrected. And I, I'm looking forward to I, I'm looking forward to spring football and then of course looking forward to the fall i like the sense of urgency where you know yeah. after the year coach houston said i promise this will not happen again yeah. and we hope those aren't empty words but john david baker in his introductory press conference said you know this is not a three-year project right. this is a hey i've got five six months to get this thing rolling yeah and that's that's the most exciting part about it because there's, there's nobody thinking like hey give there's no give us time you know, the time is now, and they all know that, and I think that everybody's on the same page with that. And we do a show every day and have to knock on wood with the things we say sometimes, but as of right now, Blake Harrell's here. Uh, you've got a couple of guys transferring from that defense, but you would think the defense will return and be uh, hopefully as good as they were last year. Maybe, who knows, maybe even better, but if that offense can can pick it up, uh, you've got a you've got a bold team here, you oh, feel yeah. like. I think most certainly. I think you'll have a team that will at least 
just compete for the American championship. I mean, the, the league is out there to, to win. And I think that, that, you know, we all expected it to be last year, although we all knew that the Pirates were losing a main cog quarterback, and that was going to take a little time. But I think that with everything that's come on and, and, and all the, the transfers and everything, it, I think the, the, it's very positive right now. Brian Bailey joining us, Pirate Radio Studios, talking a little Pirate football, Pirate hoops. Bailey goes on the road, and I, I don't recall a game where it's a two-point game and you got the ball with the chance to tie or take the lead with four minutes left, and you end up getting blown out. That, that one really got away quick the other night at FAU, but uh, Pirates did battle them for about 36, 37 minutes. Yeah, there were a couple of key stretches in that game. One of them was in the first half where, where R.J. Felton went in the lane, made a tough shot. Pirates go up by eight on the road in Boca Raton. Florida Atlantic comes right back, and they shoot a three, and while the ball's in the air, I think Ezra got called for the foul inside, so the ball switched Switches through for three. Florida Atlantic gets the ball right back. They throw it right back to the same guy. Uh, Elijah Martin, I think was his name. He switches another three. So that eight-point lead went to two in like 3.4 seconds. That was in the first half. But like you said, in the second half, I mean, they were right in that game. And, and I, I, I talked to Coach Schwartz today. We were working on his coach's show. And, and I said, you know, it's, it's kind of like growing pains. I mean, you can kind of see it. But he realizes, I mean, you know, they've got to figure out a way, you know, to, to finish a game. And it just – and, you know, people people often say things like choke. But that's not what I saw the other I just saw a team that, that for whatever reason, everything that was working the whole time just didn't work in the last four minutes. And I, I like R.J. Felton. I like Ezra. I, I, Brandon Johnson is a double-double machine. I mean, you've got some really good parts for that Pirate basketball team. And, and – I think that they've got a chance to win a lot of games in the American. Man, and that finishing a game really rings true. You think back to the uh, little SEC doubleheader they had where they were right there right. with South Carolina, right there with Florida, and, and saw the same thing with FAU and for whatever reason couldn't get it done down the stretch. And what's the, this coaching adage that, that when you take over, first you lose big, then you lose small, you know, then you win small, and then you win big. So they're just trying to get over that hump to get that win small. I'm trying to get to the, yeah, those uh, two. How, how is uh, – What's Coach Schwartz's temperament right now? Is he frustrated? Is he optimistic? I've and- never seen anyone as 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 just straightforward the next game. Because right. because part of the coach's show, at the end of the show, we take a look ahead to next week. And Coach looked at me and said, I don't even know who we play next week. I don't know what days that they are. I don't, I don't, and I said, Coach, I'll guide you through it. You know, we don't need a whole lot on it, but we just, you know, talk a little bit about what's coming up. But he is so focused on, you know, not only the next game, but the next hour of preparation and the next thing. He's, he's really, he is really one focused individual. Well, right now he's all in on Tulsa then. Yes, he is. That is the opponent coming up Sunday through. 3 o'clock, uh, Williams Arena, Menji's Coliseum, and East Carolina trying to win their first conference game, get to 1-1 one and one in league play before they head off to Philadelphia to take on Temple. Uh, caught some women's hoops uh, last over the weekend, Bailey, as South Carolina Ooh. came to town. and uh, Great crowd, uh, fun environment. Uh, and we saw kind of the levels that are in women's college yeah. basketball between the top-ranked team in the country and a team that I think East Carolina in the 70s, 80s, something like that, uh, a potential NIT-type team. Uh, but, man, South Carolina, they just kept running in six-foot-four girls every time, every break, it they seemed were, like. They were good. They were big. They were athletic. 
I mean, they were everything that, that, you know, you watch, you know, teams like that, like UConn, you know, used to be back in the day when they would come to Menji's Coliseum as a part of the American. But, yes, South Carolina was really, really – and, you know, you, you get in the game with them and you're trying to battle and Michael Dennis goes down. And, that was you know, tough, She's yeah. such an important part of that team. And, you know, Sania Johnson had already gone down. It was sad, Bailey. Sania gave her crutches to Micah and Sania had to go out of the arena with the uh, – the little thing, a wheel you put your knee on. A scooter. Yeah, she yeah. said, "Here, you you take the crutch." That was that's tough when that you is see tough. that. Yeah, but it shows a little bit about the depth that uh, Kim McNeil has, has has brought to East Carolina. I mean, they did they really they wore out UTSA the other night. How about the bounce back and uh, Karina Gordon, or as Chandler called her, Katrina Gordon? Oh, she nice uh, hit six the other night, twenty two points for the freshman. And yeah, you talk about some of the depth starting to see these young players come along and uh you kind of thought after scoring what 37 points you were going to see an outburst and man east carolina yeah. they had way more points at halftime uh the other night against utsa they had the entire game against south carolina and, and that's the difference right there with south carolina whew, they were you know it, it was fun to have them here like yeah. you said it was a great crowd i think it was the largest crowd they've ever had that wasn't an education day crowd but it was a great you know people came out and credit the pirate fans for coming out and and they got a chance to see some really really you know high level basketball ecu women on the road coming up saturday at Memphis. Starting to turn the page Bailey as well to Pirate Baseball coming up next week on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to Jeff Palumbo and Austin Knight as they will join us to get ready for the upcoming season in February. And I, It, it kind of stinks because every basketball loss I see a countdown. Alright, only so-and-so days to yeah. baseball. But uh, People are fired up for uh, another year of Cliff Godwin and his squad. Yeah, and, and it's going to be fun. We, I talked to Coach Godwin today and uh, really uh, another guy who's very, very focused but, uh, yeah, it's just it, – it's fun to, to see a team like Coach Godwin has that every team on that schedule, 56 games, they know they can not only compete with but can beat. And they're not going to go 56-0. and But they have a program where they know that they can go out and, and really have success. And, and you know, I, I think – you know, all their goals are right there. Another American championship, go down to Clearwater. You know, it, it's fun when you, when you go through, you know, the, the, the seasons of life, especially for me. I certainly appreciate it more this year than I did before, maybe. But going down to Clearwater and having, you know, that tournament and how hot it is and then getting ready for the regionals and hopefully East Carolina hosting a regional uh, and, and maybe even a super. Uh, it's just a, that's a great time of the year. We've got a lot of baseball to get to before we get to that. No doubt, and uh, looking forward to that coming up. And we'll uh, talk a lot of baseball between now and then. Our buddy DB, Danny Beal, East Carolina pitcher. Uh, one of the guys that received some preseason accolades in the conference. Altreya Savage received some national accolades today. That. And uh, he is going to be awesome on the mound this year. Looking forward to that and ECU baseball. Uh, Bailey, uh, how about them Cowboys? All they got to do. All they got. All they got to do is beat the the Commodores, yeah. as you call them, coming up, and they will win the NFC East. And how that's that's huge, right? Because Dallas really appears to be unbeatable at home and uh, shaky at times on the road, but they have been uh, good in Jerry World. This They've year. been really good at home, which is great to see. Uh, on the road, it's just. It's just really crazy sometimes when you get on the road and you don't play very well. Uh, but I'm not one of those to look at, at the game 
you know, the Commanders really need to lose for, for their NFL for their draft pick. Yeah. I mean, they really should go out there and do nothing. Looking at the number two pick right now. Yeah, but uh, I know how it is in the NFC East. All those games are battles, and I just want to get through it. I think it'll be exciting for Dallas to play some home games. But you know, you think back to some some of the games the Cowboys have had some home games. You know, several years ago, and, and things would go wrong in the playoffs. So, uh, like I said back in when they were playing really really well in October and November, I said you got to show me in January. You got to win some games in January, and you know if if they'll just put somebody in, in Mike McCarthy's headset that can count and get the clock right, I think we'll be okay. Have you looked ahead at all? If uh, Dallas hosts a home game, it'll be against the Packers, Seahawks, the Saints still alive. Uh, if they do finish in the five spot, I guess they go on the road to either Tampa or uh, New Orleans. Yeah. And I don't know. Either way, the Cowboys are going to be favored, right. but you'd much rather have oh, that yeah, home I'd game. Oh, yeah, much rather be at home. If you can get those two home games back-to-back, and it could be a Detroit-Dallas you know, you know, second-round matchup in the divisional round, and that, that's going to be very difficult because you know they're fired up about the game from the other night still. And I guess avoiding San Fran as long as you can yeah, is a good thing, too. Yeah, I think so. Who, I mean, are they the, the – you know, we looked at their schedule earlier this week and the way they pummeled Dallas, pummeled the Eagles – uh, but they are not untouchable. They've lost four games this year. Yeah. Uh, do, uh, you know how much are they ahead of you know Dallas, Detroit, those teams? Well, I, I think significantly, but I think yeah. they can be beaten. I think that you know they've proven they went through like a three game losing streak, didn't they? Yeah. Lost and you, three you know, every year we we sit here and you got the Ravens as a one and the 49ers as a one. But you know, what are the chances of them both going all the way through? Well, and a lot of times it doesn't happen like that. Did you see? Have you seen this? You, you like things like this. The Super Bowl logo deal. I've seen that. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Or the last uh, two Super Bowls, the colors matched up, and this year it's like red and purple. Yeah, I saw which that. Which would be Niners and Ravens. Could, so, be, a little, could be a little blue in there. So, oh, is that a, a <laughs> shade of blue? Yeah. Perhaps. That turned purple, yeah. Uh, for uh, for Big D and Dallas, uh, week 18 coming up this weekend. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. A lot of scenarios out there. We started running through them yesterday, and there's a lot that can happen. NFC East, AFC East, you got Bills and Dolphins, AFC South still to be determined. So a uh, lot to keep an eye on this weekend. A lot of key games, and that's how the NFL wanted it. They want to have this, this last week of the regular season mean something. And by the way, I'm not much on fantasy football, but I have played in the same league for the last, I guess we started that league in the early 90s. So it's just, it used to be called the Nine on Your Side Fantasy Football League because we all worked at Channel 9. Now I'm the only guy that works at Channel 9. Uh, but I won the league. How about that? Well, I, I know why because the Cowboys had a great year and you had all the dang Cowboys. I had Dak. I had CD. Well, there you go. That's I about had, it right there. I had Aubrey the kicker. Oh, that, yeah. He was perfect, right? <laughs> I had the Dallas defense, which helped out a lot of times. Didn't help out recently, but... Yeah, I had a lot of Cowboys. I had the wrong dang Cowboy. I had Pollard. Yeah. Who, uh, I went against to get Pollard the in the playoffs, and that worked out well. well. congratulations, BB. Yeah, Fantasy champion, uh, Brian Bailey, joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. How about uh, local sports, Bailey? Uh, basketball going on? Anything yeah. caught your eye here lately? Uh, Farmer Central's going to be good again. Uh, really good again. Uh, love you know, watching Larry Wilford's team play. and uh, They did drop one to Reedsville in the John Wall, but they're, they're still loaded. Very, very good. 
Uh, I, I think that uh, it'll be fun to watch some, some of the girls' teams. South Central beat North Pitt, I think, last night. And girls play. North Pitt's going to be really good in their league. They've got two great guards. One of them going to NC State. One's a freshman. So uh, I think that that'll be fun to watch. And uh, I don't think there's anything going on tonight, but Friday night there'll be some, some games going on. What do you think about Washington and Michigan, Bailey, coming up Monday night? I think that's going to be a lot of fun as well. And I, I really enjoyed those two games uh, yeah. on New Year's, you know, New Year's Day and uh, just watching, you know, the comeback from Michigan, and I, I really—I'm not a Michigan fan, but it was fun being at Michigan to start the season and, and going through the tunnel and everything when East Carolina was there. And uh, it's, it's been—you uh, know—Michigan's—you know—one one away from that national championship, and uh, at least Harbaugh gets to coach in it. He had, he's had his troubles with getting to coach on the sideline. That is early true. and late. He will be there. I uh, talked to Malcolm Gray over the weekend, and he—I don't know if you've spoke with him, Bailey. He said if Michigan wins, it'll be either the fourth or fifth time East Carolina faced a, a champion oh, yeah. that regular season. And it hasn't happened since the early 90s, I want to say, with Miami. Okay. And uh, Miami was in there a couple times. I think Penn State maybe once. Penn State. I remember the, the Pirates traveled to Penn State, I think, in 84 or 85. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, a champion uh, could be crowned that uh, played East Carolina this year. Got uh, Liberty on the schedule next year. Uh, they had a great opening drive against Oregon, yeah. and then that was about it. Pirates played at Washington years ago, too, up in uh, yeah. Spokane. Yeah, I remember Napoleon Kaufman, was he on that team? Not sure. All right, might have been, uh, might have been before that. Yeah, I do remember that name as a kid. All right, BB. Uh, anything? What's going on on Channel Nine? What are you guys covering right uh, now? Just high school basketball. Usually on Friday nights, keeping up the East Carolina basketball and everything. Uh, we got the baseball banquet for East Carolina at the end of the month, and that's always a uh, you know the first true signs of spring that hey you know this baseball season's just around the corner, and that's always a great time. I think Gavin Williams is going to speak, yeah. so that's going to be that's going to be neat to hear from him and uh, his success and that kind of thing. So that'd be fun. That's say the last couple times we've had gavin on he is uh he's talked a little bit more he, he was never the most talkative guy while he was here yeah he, he really was and we worked with him a couple of times uh, on you know interview skills and that kind of thing and when he when he had his first game uh i was i was out of the country at the time but i sent him a text and said, hey man did a nice job you know short and sweet <laughs> he was like yes sir that's the way to go yeah uh bailey thanks for joining good to see good to catch up yeah, with you. just wanted to, to talk here. some sports with you uh we'll do it again monday you got a guest yet for yes, the Brian John David Baker is going to join me live from Nashville, Tennessee, and the coaches' convention there. So he's going to be with us on the phone from Nashville. Keep him out of the honky tonks long enough to do the thing. It was uh, just it was hilarious the other day when he came in here and we were asking him about Greenville and how much. And he's been away from Greenville more than he's been in Greenville. Right, we're recruiting and everything, and he had to leave here so he could get back out. So, uh, but that'll be good coming up Monday more with John David Baker. Uh, ECU offensive coordinator. Thank you, Bailey. Enjoyed right. it, man. Enjoyed it. There is Brian Bailey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to Monday, Brian Bailey show at noon with John David Baker. We had him for about uh, thirty minutes or so this past Tuesday. You'll have him for forty-five or so coming up on Monday. So that'll be good. We'll uh, take a time out, come back. I'm looking at the national days today, and there are two that I love that I probably won't be participating in, but we'll have our Fleet Feet Rundown when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this.
Not you. Sorry. My computer, I had, to, I had to do something real quick. All right. Uh, quickly, let's take a look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 10 points and finished at 37,440. The NASDAQ was down 81 at 14,510. The S&P was down 16 at 4,688. That is your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Uh, Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC. Member SIPC, now you. Now me. We'll see y'all manana on a Football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Rhodes, Sean, and the crew. Thank you, Chat Gang. Thank you, radio audience. Thank you to our uh, podcast audience listening at a later date. We appreciate y'all, and we'll talk to you Friday on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.